We here at Ladies Night In are proud to be sponsored by Robert Renteria at the Renteria Realty Group powered by Keller Williams Realty Boise. With the difficulties and challenges in current greater Boise real estate market, you need someone who knows how to negotiate for you, work to earn your business, and make the best decision for you. Robert has 22 years of experience in this, our local market, and is passionate about sharing his knowledge, knowing what questions to ask to find the right path and timing for you. Whether it's your first home, your dream home, or your next investment, he can help. He's an Idaho native, a team leader, and a great person to know. So when the time is right, contact Robert at www.renteriarealtygroup.com backslash ladies night in. You'll be glad you did. Well, it's Friday, so we're in the studio. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? Hello, hello. (laughs) First of all, we want to start out today by saying a huge thank you. Um, We just checked with some of our numbers and see that there's like 65 of you that consistently listen to us like every week, which is such a huge blessing and such, I mean, we are just like blown away about how many people have been listening and downloading and sharing with their friends what we have to say and It's just really awesome to connect with people. So we are so grateful for those of you that are listening and let us know what content you're interested in, where we can veer into different directions and look at different things and have some great conversations and have some fun. So we are just so thankful. So we appreciate that. Definitely. We have such a special guest in studio. And I know I say that every single time because (laughs) we love our guests, but we're going to kind of domino off of our last episode with gut health and knowing yourself. And we've got Dr. Todd Watts with us today and go ahead buddy <laughs> get to yes. introduce yourself <laughs> so, we're so uh, glad he's here <laughs> yes i'm a chiropractic physician i uh, my, our company our clinic specializes in chronic illness and chronic disease anywhere from lyme disease to chronic infection autoimmune disease uh, we work with people um, from really 95 percent or more are from outside of our state mm-hmm. and inner any and internationally that we work with that have uh, seen many doctors can't figure out why they're sick and then we help them get down to the core issue of why they're sick mm-hmm. so um, it, it's just super rewarding to be able to get people and get their lives back on stage and that's been my journey right I went through chronic Lyme disease through my 40s oh and uh, some health issues my, myself and uh, even my family and kids had eczema all of them had eczema my wife and my kids all had eczema really bad at some point in, in understanding what creates you know the problem in health today and why do so many people have problems? And that's what we do as a company through Total Body Wellness Clinic, but also CellCore.com and MicroFormulas are two companies that we provide the products that we sell all over the world and uh, are the answers to a lot of the solution to a lot of the problems that we have today. Wow. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your... Um with Lyme disease, so did you eat, were you even aware, was it from a tick bite, I'm assuming? No, no, it's not from tick bite, probably. Okay. I've never been bit by a tick. That's just one of the misnomers out there, a myth about Lyme disease, that it's okay. from a tick, right? Okay. Uh, yes, it can be from a tick, for okay. sure. But uh, mosquitoes as well. Um, oh. Fleas, spiders, uh, you can get it through eating specific animals that are infected with Lyme disease. There's a variety of ways of getting it versus just a tick bite. Oh, wow, I had no idea. That's good information. Mm-hmm. Well, I asked him the other day, like, we were talking about my dad, and I was like, where would he pick up, like, a parasite if that's, you know, what 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 his problem is? And he, like, went just like this, do you have a pulse? <laughs> and I was like, damn. 
<laughs> I could have one. Well, Everybody has it. Yeah. In response to Ashley telling me about what you do, I went on the website. And then, so then I did a, a, just a short dive, not a deep dive on like um, WebMD and the CDC and about, and I went through all these gross pictures of all these different parasites, <laughs> which was kind of amazing. Like, right, all of these things and then like how you could possibly come in contact, but they were just showing the microscopic stuff. So it was really fascinating to see what could be in your blood. Ooh. Do you think the majority of people, like they have some sort of parasite? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's part of uh, living in this world today. And it doesn't mean that they have any like significant health issues. Their body can maintain and offset what's going on. It's just when it gets overwhelmed that it becomes a, a problematic issue. So when I dealt with people with chronic Lyme disease that can't seem to kick it, uh, parasites can create an imbalance in the immune system, which then gets this chronic viral or chronic bacterial infections or protozoan, which are the microscopic infections you talked about, right? Mm -hmm. 70% of parasites you don't see because they're so small. Mm -hmm. You have to have a microscope to see those. And things like malaria is a parasite. Mm -hmm. and, and we always think of these big, long parasites, but malaria mm -hmm. is the number one of the, one of the biggest causes of, of death in the world. Yeah. And it's a red blood cell parasite. And there's a variety of other ones that are like that too. Wow. That's crazy. Well, yeah. So going off that, so basically some people can live with their parasites and, and they're not going to affect their health. It's maybe when they have some other... The imbalance. Some other things yeah. going on where they're... Do they like become predominant in the blood like are they multiplying or is it just that they're they're throwing off something else it could, like it could, if they're autoimmune or it could be that throwing something off or it could be that the immune system isn't keeping them at a low enough amount okay uh, you, you really think gut parasites like pinworms like everybody knows what a pinworm is mm -hmm. right you can go get pinx at the store uh you know and they say up to 50 percent of kids have pinworms then there's round worms and those are more intestinal, large intestinal parasites. <laughs> Sorry. No. So gross. I had a friend that had pinworms yeah. as a kid. And, and and then they can get it from playing in sandbox because of cat poop and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Sure, but you think of Ooh. the worst places are, you know, daycares. Because, oh, yeah. you know, little kids with diapers and put their hands in their pants or just younger kids. They don't have the hygiene that adults sure, sure. have. And, and so they're most susceptible towards parasites. But, you know, if you have animals... Um, People, you know, the food is, is global now. You can get, actually, you can get roundworms just from getting a mosquito bite that then penetrates and it, it's microscopic at one point, then it grows into be, you know, good to the intestines and it'll grow to be bigger and then create problems. So I've seen people such as um, eczema, right? So the eczema, skin rashes are, it could be roundworms as well. Uh, you look at chronic headaches and migraines that could be what they call threadworm or strongyloides, a specific parasite. Um, and that those are, those are about, you know, 0.9 millimeters. So they're really small, but they're a small sure. intestinal stomach parasite, and they and they have this whole cycle through the lungs, and and then you can get tapeworms. I mean, you, you can get almost any type of a parasite through eating through eating different meats. Like when I was in Argentina, living there a couple of years, they said don't eat the lettuce in Bolivia, you know, because you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna get a you're gonna pick something up which is parasites mm -hmm. because they they fertilize with fe you know feces, sure, sure, sure. right? Mm -hmm. And and so. Uh, you know, I had, of course, I had a friend that did, and and he paid the price for eating the lettuce down there. Oh wow! But I mean, who doesn't go on cruises? Or who doesn't travel internationally now? Like we're a global society mm -hmm. where where um, you can get exposed to it in these third world countries, but you can get exposed to it right here in your backyard. You right. know, walking barefoot um, in in you know in the lake in the water mm -hmm. in the summertime at the end of the season when it's disgusting, right? <laughs> <laughs> when people have peed in it. 
you know, yeah, just other things. Yeah, there's just so many ways. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just have to realize that if there's a symptom in your body, allergies. I used to have severe seasonal allergies. I cleared my gut, the parasites out. Boom! All of a sudden, my seasonal allergies went away. How did you do it? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I have anti-parasitic products that we use, but if you look at the immune system, there's two main parts to it. There's Th1, TLPR1 cells, and TLPR2 cells. TLPR2 cells are elevated with allergies. Mm-hmm. What drives it up? Parasites drive up TLPR2 cells or TH2. Where on the other side, TH1, what can elevate it is viruses, bacteria, Lyme, protozoans. Mm. So when you start to get this balance of what's going on in the body, um, in my case, like Lyme disease, it kept cycling. It's because I would knock that infection down, but I didn't. I didn't balance the immune system afterwards, so it just come right back. Mm. Mm. And this is where a lot of people with chronic illness have those issues where. Oh, something over is over here that I don't know anything about because I can't test for it on any good test, and uh, and it didn't realize it was causing an, an imbalance in my immune system. Once I cleared parasites, I no longer had allergies, no longer had headaches, no longer had this chronic Lyme symptoms that I had. Interesting. So I, I implemented that with thousands of patients, and we've had phenomenal results with people because we really went to the core issue, clearing out toxins, helped to reduce their exposure to the toxins, cleared out infections that they had. And then the balance, the body could take care of itself. Right. And this world is so, yeah, it's so toxic from everything from the grocery store to, I mean, yeah. in our homes, it's so crazy. And it, it's really hard to not like eat the garbage that can contribute to that. It's hard. Not easy. I I, I know you're better at it than I <laughs> You're better at it than <laughs> I'm I am. I'm just thinking about like processed foods and everything that people put in their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that can't. That that can't help any. You have a look on your face. That so. processed food is is huge, right? You're going to see right. glyphosate, Roundup sprayed on your food. You're going to see all kinds of other chemicals in there. Atrazine is one of the largest chemicals used, which cause which which messes up the whole hormonal issue, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it causes a massive estrogen. There's a doctor that wrote estrogen generation, and, and it exposes all this stuff. And, and so you, what you realize is that you need to eat clean, good food. Heck, if you can grow it, and even on the meat, how do you think that meat in the store stays beautifully red? Mm-hmm. Because it's spraying chemicals it, yeah. on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So get stuff, you know, from a local butcher, and, and then and, and it's frozen. They don't have to preserve it because it's being frozen, and, and not uh, sprayed with chemicals. So whatever you do, try and just get the chemicals out of your diet. Eat fresh food. Go to the farmers market. Uh, you know, support the local farmers and and then also ranchers and stuff. You're going to be healthier. Mm-hmm. You'll feel better for sure, for sure. So, did you make the jump from chiropractic then as a result of finding out that you had Lyme disease, or did it affect your career to where you couldn't practice, or how did you make the no. jump? Or not, I guess, do you still practice chiropractics at all? Uh, I never really did in okay. that nature. What you think chiropractor does? Okay. Right? So I uh, at the age of 41. Went back to get my, went back to school. Okay. So what really helped me make the jump is the downturn in the economy in 2008. Okay. I was in the mortgage real estate business, and uh, so that dived and mm-hmm. that just killed and decimated everything. So I got to look at my life and say, okay, at 41, what do I want to do? What uh, you know? And I said, okay, I want to fix myself. Some of my allergy issues and headaches and things I was having, joint pain, uh, my kids' skin issues. Uh, so I want to go learn more naturopathy type stuff. But at the time. Uh, the naturopathic doctors didn't have licensure in Idaho. Okay. So I went and studied and got my doctorate in chiropractic and then did a ton of postdoctorate studying. Okay. And in and, and more functional medicine and naturopathy. 
and and then um, I, you know, as I was going through my journey, learned what was causing my issues, and, and then learned how to treat those type of things and get myself better as well as in tons of patients. Very you know, cool. Or really clients that, that we utilized that came into my clinic, and then eventually I started a, um, a virtual practice, like everybody's done in the last two years of COVID. Okay. I was doing eight years ago. So it oh, allowed cool. me to work with people in Germany or Canada or Singapore or all over the United States of doing really more health coaching and guiding them down that road of, okay, hey, this is what you need to do. You need to change your diet. There's some exercises to do. Let's look, let's change your water supply. Let's change the, the food you're eating. Let's look at clearing out the toxins that are in your body. Let's let's look at clearing infection. Go see an acupuncturist. Go see, you know, a chiropractor. Go see, you know, so I, mm-hmm. I would work with them um, virtually in, in that way of just really doing more of that health coach type of um, stuff. And my specialty, I, in, in my doctorate program, I taught biochemistry for you know three years. Oh, okay. And and so you know, doing a deep dive on understanding how the body works, mm-hmm. how the organs work, how the physiology works, was really important to me to, to get that because it goes back to the main thing, which is mitochondria. Okay. Powerhouse of the, of the body, right? How do mm-hmm. you get energy to do all this enzymatic stuff that you have to do to create, to repair, to build hormones, to build neurotransmitters? And so I did a ton of studying into the mitochondria, how it worked and what creates dysfunction in there and realize it's those toxins that do that. And as you clear toxins, which are in everything, then you really, people get better. Mm-hmm. And then and then you have to stop exposing yourself to those toxins or environmental toxins like mycotoxins, which is um, mold. Okay. So you can have mold, people get mold in their houses and then it produces a toxin called mycotoxin. And then that causes a lot of severe illness. Great. We just had a leak under our sink and our boards are warped and we have to like my, my nephew was like you probably have mold in there we're like crap <laughs> take it out clean it up i know <laughs> dang it well do you ever uh, like educate other doctors on maybe incorporate some of these practices as opposed to just writing prescriptions yes so what we do is we uh, cellcore.com at cellcore um, biosciences i we train doctors on how to go through and help these patients or clients coming into their practices and we give them what we call the roadmap to health and we introduce to them the drainage funnel which is like okay if you're going to detox people you got to prepare the body to do that first versus trying to do it and they're getting headaches or getting rashes yeah mm-hmm. it's like you got to open up make sure they're going to the bathroom first because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not going to the poop if you're not pooping man it's going to back up and it's going to go out yeah some other way and, and that's where it goes through your lungs or your, your kidneys or through your skin you know there's other ways the body will try and push toxins and so um, we put on, you know, like we just did one in, in August here at the Boise Center of the Grove. We had a thousand, over a thousand doctors that cool. we train um, on how to get these difficult patients better or even how to optimize your health for optimal function. I'm like, I have athletes, Spartan racers, I have uh, tons of NHL athletes taking our products and they're having the best career of their lives because they've cleansed out their body and now they're optimizing their body. So it can help mm-hmm. the chronic illness, but it also can optimize the healthy to do even better. Mm. I was listening to your interview with your colleague um, that does the Spartan races, and that's mm-hmm. what he was saying. That how could I train anymore? I'm more, you know. And it, but it, it's not that he had to train more; it's just that his body was working more efficiently as he got healthier. So that was really interesting. Have you watched any of those videos? No, I just heard Spartan race. I know. So <laughs> his colleague has done was like thirty something over or? thirty, yeah, thirty five races. He's training for um, well, it's like 50 K now it's a 50 K Spartan race thing. It's, it's nuts, but that's intense. he's in his mid forties. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. He's in his mid forties and he's feeling great. That was, so he came to you, not, 
Was he already a physician when his sister came to you? Yes. Yeah, so he was in Virginia. Okay. And uh, working there, had his own clinic. And then that's when his sister oh, came okay. to me and, uh, you know, we helped her in her health journey. Yeah. And and then uh, he saw what I did for her and then started asking questions. Mm-hmm. And we got to know each other and become friends. So I, I knew her first before I knew him. So it was interesting when I watched that video, and I, I'm curious about this because she had lost, was it their father? Yes. Okay. So they had a death in the family. And then if it was brought about by depression and whether that she wasn't taking care of herself, but her health declined dramatically after that event. So and what can go on systemically after a trauma that can manifest in the health, like her detrimental account? And then it happened to him as well, right? The brother, like explain. Yeah, so. <laughs> explain, explain the video. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it, it, I'm so curious. It also was after her first, her fifth kid. So there's oh, just a okay. lot. Of, there was a lot that was on her. The stress that was on her was okay. tremendous. So, so like hormone battle. Hormone battle, but just stress on her body and the death of her dad. Um, and. Um, man, you know, taking care of five kids, yeah. you know, one boom, boom, booming, just constantly breastfeeding and being pregnant. And yeah. <laughs> it's Ugh. a strain on the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she just, her body just was done. It's like, I'm giving up here. And, and so, um, she got referred in, in, into me and we started building her back up and, and she, she'll say, I saved her life, right? Mm-hmm. Cause she felt like she was dying. And when it comes to optimal health, you have to look at it from many different ways. It's not just about, oh, it's like this infection. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be, um, your immune system can, can downregulate or be highly affected by emotions, mm-hmm. trauma, be in a car accident, have a, a concussion, all of a sudden, you know, there's massive issues. Uh, emotional health is, you know, stress for me in 2008, losing everything. I, I lost my houses, cars, everything because the markets crashed and my money was on real estate. Yeah. And it, so that was a lot of stress on top of everything else I was going through. Um, and that's when a lot of things happen. And you see people really get sick after a stressful um, event because they could have these infections. Immune system's working good, it's keeping it at bay. And then they go through this stressful event and all of a sudden it just crashes and all these things come alive and it's boom in there. So that makes sense. Um, I look at when I'm helping people, we, we go through the spiritual, uh, emotional, physical health aspect of everything mind, body, and soul, mm-hmm. and get them, getting them back to where they need to be in health. Wow. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So when you say spiritual, do you ever look at your patients and be like, you just need Jesus? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. Find your higher self, your higher purpose. <laughs> so true. But I, 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 I tracked a lot of Christians in, in, yeah. in, into my clinic over the years. And um, I have some pretty frank discussions because one gal, I remember from Oklahoma, sweet as can be, had a nice, cutest Southern accent. But she grew up, her dad was a Baptist preacher. So it's hellfire and damnation, mm-hmm. and they didn't. She didn't understand in a, in a Christian way what true grace was. Oh, right. So I had to, I, I had to. Well, you think about it, those hardcore hellfire damnation type stuff. You mess up, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Versus <laughs> you mess up, and you know what? Christ is there for you, mm-hmm. and no matter what, He doesn't care. It's, it, that's what His grace is there for you right. to make up that difference. You mm-hmm. don't make up the difference. He makes all the difference. Right. And and helping people get their mindset out of that guilt. And, and out of the, out of that uh, way of thinking, um, and a lot of religions do that. They 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 bring in and they bring this guilt and this I'm never good enough type thing. And it's like the whole point of Christ in Christianity is the fact that He makes all the difference. You really give it to Him and you move forward. Mm-hmm. And um, 
so I've had a lot of conversations in regards to <laughs> the spiritual aspect of how they see things and, and how that can actually, um, you know, cause health issues too if they don't get over that guilt or the um, never good enough type syndrome. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Very interesting. <laughs> We've had a guest before, and we talked about some gut health stuff, and she got really so she went to nursing school after she she was a botanist and loved working with plants. But then she had a was her boyfriend or husband I don't know was a nurse. So then she wanted to become a nurse, and she's kind of working with that together with working with plants that are more harmonious with our body and drought resistant and that now we're not going to reject all the organic farmers. Yeah. 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 So super cool. That would be a fun person wow. for you to talk to. Actually, she was amazing, yeah. but she was really interested in what was happening to people in hospitals after they had surgery, what happens with their gut biome and then the depression and like all of that, how all of that worked together. It was such a fascinating conversation, but I know you're really interested in the gut health as well like and is that kind of where you start with people because you said if they're not pooping <laughs> we've had this yes. conversation before <laughs> which is a great conversation but a lot of people don't especially women oh, Probably i was just gonna say 70 percent of women have me. a hard time i have uh, people think normal is once a week Ew. and <gasps> i've had a gal that was 32 days that going to the bathroom and she was seeing a gi specialist and and um, so I helped her be able to go regular again mm -hmm. and, and getting that moved through there. But emotions can play a massive issue. And women tend to be more the constipated issue where, you know, men, men will just get up in the morning and sit on the toilet and sit there for a half hour or whatever it takes to go to the bathroom and they're good. But, but women have a harder time with that. And so you have to look at what could be creating that. And in women, there's hormones, there's emotions, there's, you know, it could be parasites. There's a variety of things that can um, create that constipation problem and got to support that. And part of it is, you know, mag some magnesium could mm -hmm. be could be the solution. There's there's a variety of, of things that, could, you know, could really help them go to the bathroom. But we get them going to the bathroom first, and then we support liver function, which produces the bile, which then um, helps the bile flow go because the detoxification occurs through the liver, dumps into the bile, that dumps it into the bowels, mm -hmm. that then goes out the body. Right. And uh, all the production... Uh, processing of hormones is the same thing. And, and so if you don't have good bowels and, and bile flow, then it creates a lot of problems. And then, you, then you're looking at, okay, 85% of serotonin is made in the gut. Okay. And uh, so, you know, your neurotransmitter production and how you feel and, it, you know, it's highly, you know, it, it matters massively. Your, what you eat, the diet you, you, know, you have is really important for mental health. Interesting. Well, and people that eat processed food, they're not going to poop regularly, right? Not, not necessarily. Oh. Not always. <laughs> not, not always. I mean, because I've not... never had a problem with it my whole life. I'm a three times a day person, like, my whole life. Is I've that never. Weird? <laughs> I've always said that that's weird. She it's goes not weird. three times a day. You know, 20 minutes after your meal, that's a, that's a normal, healthy I always, thing. I'm always like, garbage in, garbage out. Garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> I've said that like my whole life. So I've never had a problem. Now, sometimes it'll, if I'm, I seem to be a little bit, um, like if I have too many vegetables, which maybe that happens to everybody, then it can be a little, un, like, not the correct consistency. Sure. A little runny. It's a little loose. <laughs> That happened the other day. I was like, was that from the apple that I ate? Like, what happened there? I was trying to think of what I ate the day before. But anyway, no, I'm first thing in the morning, usually at work, and then again in the evening at least. So weird. After your meals, that's a, the body's <laughs> natural time to stimulate. 
hey, let's go. That's that's normal. Mm-hmm. Nah. See, I'm normal. <laughs> I'm normal. So glad your butt's normal. <laughs> <laughs> my bowels. It's my bowels are normal. Yes, your intestines and bowels are moving. So we went, and we've talked about it on the show before that we went through this biome thing, and we did the gut, and Ashley was telling me that. I guess I shouldn't say the name. We'll have to edit that out later. But anyway, <laughs> that I went on those um, supplements. On the not the supplements. The diet. But I did the um, the pro and the pre and probiotics that they recommended, like sixteen different things. And I couldn't find anything comparable for sale anywhere that had like the different strands of everything they said that I needed. That made me so miserable. And they're like, take half at first to get used to it. So I did that, but I was the gassiest. Mm-hmm. Worst feeling gut I've ever had taking oh, that stuff. My, I felt so bloated. It was awful. I felt nauseous. I didn't take that was because you were taking the vitamins too, I, but yeah. the, the probiotics were like a nightmare. They were horrible. So this is the, the way I look at probiotics, right? Uh, I may use them in a way to help detox the body, mm-hmm. but for the most part, uh, we get them from what we eat and our body mm-hmm. will naturally make the things that it needs to digest. So what affects it is the toxins. So if you're eating food that has Roundup sprayed all over it because it's all GMO and it's ready to go and all these toxins sprayed all over everything, you know, anything with wheat is desiccated with, with Roundup and mm-hmm. glyphosate. So when you do that, it affects the microbiome. They're antibiotics in a way. Mm-hmm. So they kill the good microbiome and the bad stuff comes in. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the best way to get a healthy microbiome is is remove the toxins out of there with the specific binders that, that help do that. And then um, your body naturally, based off what you eat, will develop the microbiome that it needs mm-hmm. versus um, throwing stuff in there. It, it's it's like I always compare it, okay, hey, I want this beautiful lawn in my backyard. I'm moving to a new house, and it's got all these weeds, right, mm-hmm. jacked up microbiome. So am I just going to go in there and throw seeds in there? Expect this beautiful grass is going to grow, or I'm going to go pluck out all the weeds, put fertilizer in there, water it up, and then create that right environment to then I can plant the grass and it'll be successful. That makes sense. That's a good analogy. I like that. I like that. Pluck (laughs) pluck your weeds. (laughs) Get get all that out. But but don't they? So I've always heard that as you get older, your body doesn't produce the the probiotics and so or digestive all, enzymes. Right. I think you might be thinking of that. Yeah, like, the enzymes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's good to take that. I mean, I take a daily probiotic, but yeah, I haven't taken probiotics in years. So I shouldn't. Well, I don't, I, what's the benefit? How much is there actually doing anything, and how much is it really live uh, by the time you take it, and it's in your system? Well, how would I know? Well, there's studies and research that that will check that and you oh. can go to the companies that you have and, and you get them from um and, and you can look at the validity of what's happening there uh, the other the other aspect is it, as it gets down through the digestive system how much is it just killed in your you know your stomach acid oh, that's so true. if you want a healthy you want healthy enzymes and healthy digestion you know in the stomach lining is is the cells that make the hydrochloric acid and if those are damaged due to toxins then they're not going to make the hydrochloric acid what you need to and so food will stay in the stomach a lot longer trying to break up before it goes into the intestines that then create that will create a problem with acid reflux and um other just digestive issues going on so the the idea is to have a healthy stomach first by allowing the cells to to not be damaged by clearing those toxins out so they they're healthy producing the hydrochloric acid and then from there in the intestines your pancreas and liver make enzymes 
And your stomach and small intestine makes uh, enzymes that help to digest your food in there. And bile, bile also is part of that process in, in digesting and breaking down your fats. So if you, if you support the organs and what disrupt the enzymatic processes are the toxins. Mm-hmm. So it's probably, out, yeah, more they, that we're getting older and we're full of toxins. <laughs> so that's why we're not producing enough enzymes, right? Essentially. Take, take the trash out, right. get those toxins out, and then you're going to be able to handle a lot more and you're going to produce a lot more enzymes. So if all of that's not functioning correctly, you're not pooping. Yeah, you're not pooping, but that's a, it's a little more complicated than that, right? People can still have that not functioning and still poop. Oh, it, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, uh, the, that process, you see so many girls... You know, I've seen since they were young, ages that are just constipated. And so there, there again, it goes back to emotional trauma and, and things that ha- that happen. Um, and then there could just be other things that cause that peristalsis where it doesn't move so well. Parasites can be a thing, um, candida, fungus, uh, which could all be created, you know, by toxins that, that they are exposed to. Mm. Very interesting. That is interesting. So, if to, I problem is I really love a lot of junk food. It's really frustrating. <laughs> it's my clearly it's coming right out. So well, I know it's not hanging around, <laughs> but it must be depositing somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, you can still be absorbing those, and eventually you have other types of health issues, right? So then mm-hmm. people start getting diabetes, or they start having cardiovascular disease, or other types of health conditions, allergies, and different things that could contribute hormonal imbalances, right? So with your kid's eczema, so I'm sitting here curious about that because that's something, I mean, I have it in little spots throughout my body like my whole life, but never like to where it was all over my body or anything. And I chronically have some like right here that it comes and goes. So how does, is it the same for everyone when they have eczema that it's probably from some internal infection or a parasite or something? Like how does that, because that's such a common thing, eczema, like. It is. So is that an allergic reaction to something? Because it is kind of an autoimmune thing to have. It. Something's wrong in the system if you're having eczema. Yeah. Uh, so the eczema, there again, is probably an upregulation of TLP2 cells, right? Okay. TH2 immune system, um, which is highly affected by parasites. Okay. So you want to clear parasites. There could also be some toxins that you're chronically exposed to. So I had a, uh, a little girl that came to see me. She was probably seven, eight years old. And the back of her hand was just bleeding would be so just so red and dried out and mm-hmm. bleeding and uh, seen a dermatologist and you know none of the creams worked and, and and the gal would have to come pick her daughter up from school because the nurse would call and and so they came in to see me and, and I just gave her one product here here's a binder and within three weeks it was completely clean wow mm. so nice uh, and binder she was a, a soccer player. <laughs> Since oh. she was little, right? So they're out in these fields that are beautiful, that are sprayed with chemicals oh. that she had chronic exposure to for how long, right? Right, And, and so as you see that affects the, the, the collagen in the skin mm-hmm. and you clear the toxin down, all of a sudden that repaired the hand. Wow. And so our skin is, is just really ultimately telling us something else inside is going on, mm-hmm. which could be definitely be one of the big things, something in the intestines mm-hmm. or a toxin that's creating that dysfunction and the body's just saying, hey, Look at this. There's something going on. I'm always yelling at my coworkers because they grab a Clorox wipe with their bare hands and they clean their whole house with it or they wiping stuff down with it. And I'm like, your skin, people, is your largest organ. Stop touching these toxic chemicals with your bare hands. 
So there's just my two cents. Like there should not be, <laughs> don't put it on your body. Listening. Like you need to be <laughs> conscious of what your products are. Like I, my house has been a clean as far as products for, oh my gosh, 12, 15 years, no chemicals, no disinfectants, no mm-hmm. parabens, no phthalates, no sulfates. I'm so careful. And people are like, you're crazy. Like you're going overboard, but really. She doesn't even light a candle. No, the hormone disruptor. It's healthy. <laughs> It's, there's a lot of toxins. Super bad in for there. you. It's really bad for you. That's that's where, um, you know, I I use essential oils, and we diffuse that or put those. In, um, you know, you can make all kinds of cleaning materials with that. Or vinegar is another really good cleaner. And mm-hmm. ooh, it stinks though. And not very long. Oh, yeah, it dissipates. It dissipates pretty quick. And you think about your skin has more bacteria, a microbiome of its own. Probably more than your intestines do. Mm-hmm. So um, it's important to look at what you're putting on your skin and how it affects that. And, and it, it'll, you know, you can kill your microbiome in your skin that you want to be sure you have. So mm-hmm. bacteria is good. Dirt's good. Yep. Dirt is like what? Well, it's like a mood elevator, isn't it? To get your hands in the dirt. They say, is it serotonin that it? Anyway, I know that it's supposed to, you're supposed to put your feet on the ground and ground. get your hands in the dirt. Well, when we you were do grounding, are you into grounding? <laughs> yes, my wife is. Like her happy place is gardening. Yeah, yeah. Like just digging in the dirt, pulling the weeds in her garden, making plants grow. I'm like the the end result. There's nothing that makes her happier. I mean, we're building a house, and what else? We're building a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's all she wants. Is like I just want a greenhouse. No matter what we do, I want a greenhouse. It's her meditation. <laughs> that's cool. Well, it's so yeah. a lot of people are getting into grounding anymore, and so it's so funny. Even like I watched this video with Pink, and she was like, "Go get on your mat." She was telling her kids, "You need to zen, you need some Zen time." Like how they have these. Do you know what I'm talking about? A jade mat or biomass. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, have, yeah. I have them. Yeah. So do you know Ash? No. So it's so you just go it's a frequency. Sit and get grounded with yourself. Well, it's a frequency, right? That's coming from the they're earth, cr- and yeah, there are cr- like crystals, like the jade, the jade, the jade stones, and the stuff they use, and they, you know, they put in there uh, like a frequency or a, mm-hmm. you know, and heating elements or infrared okay. is really good and. So because we wear shoes that are not natural, we're not making contact with the earth like we're supposed to to have this frequency that runs between us and the earth. And so I, in the summertime and everything, I take my shoes off and go lay on my back patio and like keep my feet in the ground. <laughs> like the you're supposed to. Schumann resonance. So it's called the Schumann <laughs> resonance. That that there that's there. I mean, I for me, my happy place mm-hmm. is being on the beach. I grew oh, up in yeah. San Diego, and uh, I, there's nothing better than walking through salt water. And the sand, the 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 ocean, and the hearing the sounds and the sun, yeah. it's just so healthy and mm-hmm. healing. Yeah. So get your feet dirty. That's important. And make your your kids do it too. I'm always like, my kid will come out when I'm sitting outside. I'm like, take off your shoes and get in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> my teenager's like, I'm doing what? <laughs> so we all. I have my little hippy dippy things, but then I eat Cheetos, so I'm screwing everything. <laughs> I can do so many good things. Like, listen, there's a limit of what I can do. I had organic chicken today. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> it was not an organic. I did not have Cheetos today. Have you followed the carnivore MD, the carnivore diet guy, Paul Saladino? No, I should. You, you should check him out. He talks about um, carnivore eating more red meat and then also fruit mm-hmm. um, and discusses the science and all that stuff. And uh, it seems to help a lot of people. We've gone to the carnivore diet on people that have had severe gut problems mm-hmm. to resolve those and then they can expand their diet out from there. Interesting. But that's something to look into. Yeah. It's fun to fun to listen to. So what is your like do you stay plant based? Do you are you I'm um, like what is your what is your 
day in and day out diet look like? It changes all the time, right? Okay. Uh, but right now, my focus is more on the the carnivore slash diet, fruit diet. Okay. Um, it's interesting his take on some plant stuff. That mm-hmm. a lot of plants have toxins in them that then create health issues. And yeah, so like he with, um, lectins and stuff like that. Yeah, kale. Okay. Spinach. I mean, a lot of the greens and things. Uh, it's an interesting take. Uh, I'm looking more and more into it. Mm-hmm. But what's meant to be eaten is the fruit. And so the fruit also gives you a lot of good energy and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's a, it's a journey. I think mm-hmm. also people do ketogenic diet. That's a big fad that was going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't do well for a lot of women because mm-hmm. uh, it, it messes with their hormones. They can't all process fat very well. The lymphatics don't work so well, which means that they don't um, you know, metabolize it and get it into the, where it needs to go. So it doesn't work for everybody. And, and I think everybody's individual on the diet that they need what works for them. And it's not one diet works. I can, okay. I look at them sometimes, you're going to fast for this 60 days and the fast is going to be a carnivore diet. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, and I'm going to, oh, you, then you're going to do a, a water fast for a couple of days or three days. Um, but just, just take going off of stuff mm-hmm. and, and then coming back and then going off and coming back can be helpful and varying the diet. Interesting. But I, I recommend people just check, check Paul, Sal, Paul Saladino out. He's got a podcast and He's all over YouTube, TikTok, I'm sure. Cool. And I love learning all that stuff. I think it's so cool. But so you said you had avocado toast. Do you incorporate organic wheat then? Yeah, like, it'd be all, yeah, organic, all organic. Yeah, organic. We've done organic, and we've even done where uh, we, we do a lot of uh, more sourdough based stuff. Mm-hmm. So in the past, <laughs> my favorite. Um, we will set, let stuff soak overnight. Waffles, pancakes for my kids. It's all more sourdough based. Do you make your own sourdough? No, we got the sourdough from someone else that had really old sourdough, which is awesome. Oh, right. But so you yeah. have a, mm-hmm. a starter thing. Yeah, we have starter and, and then we just, yeah. Just make your own. We just keep, yeah, we just keep replenishing it. I want to do that. Dr. Harker has some. Mm-hmm. He's made some killer bread. He hasn't brought us any in a long time. Does your wife just stay home and cook? Yeah, so. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> yes, yes, she, goes she through does. Phase, she goes through phases on that. <laughs> but she does a lot of stuff from scratch. That's just, you know, we. Um, we homeschool, so we're one of those families that she loves to, you know, educate her kids and and control, uh, go at their pace because each one is different. Like my girls were, my girls at you know first second grade were reading seventh grade levels, and my son, my boys were were you know weren't that fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, girls learn faster. They than, do. But they then, do. but then my boys are like my sixth grader. He's in sixth grade right now. He's doing pre-algebra, almost into algebra and mm-hmm. math. Like. His math skills are really good. My girls too; they're, you know, freshmen, sophomore doing algebra two, trig stuff, and and so they're. The good thing is that they can go at their pace, and you know, I'm gonna have them start at 16, start college of Western Idaho, mm-hmm. you know, and start having them uh, take college courses early. You might see this too, Ash, but in practice, a lot of my homeschool kids are my most well-adjusted. Can talk to adults, have a conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Well, that's what I've noticed is that. Uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> Depends on the family, probably. Right. A lot of the kids in our practice, man, I'm like, God, this kid's impressive for being homeschooled. Like, yeah. They, it's a, it's a, we have people come up to us at restaurants. I mean, everywhere. It's like, wow, your kids are really well-behaved. I remember when um, my kids were younger, my son, who's eight now, was probably like two. And they, they went with my, my wife and sister to uh, a fertility clinic. And my kids were just sitting there doing schoolwork. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and here they are, like ten and below, 
And um, they had five or six different doctors and nurses come out and comment to my wife how well-behaved my kids were because they were sitting there, never on technology, just sitting there doing the schoolwork, very well-behaved. Mm-hmm. Part of it's teaching them. And we go to a restaurant, sure. my kids are super well-behaved. People mm-hmm. come up to us all the time. And we just say, this is what it's expected. Like, That's kind of the it, way we raise our boys, too. Dude, my boys, if they get misbehaving, I just say, go find your mom. Yeah. And get away. <laughs> little dickhead. Yeah, no. I never, uh, we, we never we had practice. that problem either, but yeah. If there was any issues, we'd come home and we'd practice what it means to sit at a restaurant or what it means to sit there quietly in church. Mm-hmm. And they always hated having to practice that. But then we do it once or twice, and after that, they knew what was expected and how <laughs> to do it. They're seasoned. No, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And also, if they're getting good nutrition at home and, you know yeah. what I mean, all it of that helps them. It makes a huge difference. Their... Are, they, are they vaccinated is another problem. You know, if they're getting tons of vaccinations, that creates a lot of a lot of ADD, ADHD, all kinds of allergies and health problems in, in kids. So, and that's a whole other topic of. Yeah, I would say, you what's your what thoughts on ADHD? My oldest was diagnosed with it when he was like four, and he's he was a tough kid. Like they are tough. My, I have a brother that that was that way. Back then, they called them strong-willed children. Yeah, mm. back in the seventies and eighties, and um, I think some kids are just. They're just born. They're just fighters. They're just born that way. There's so much energy, and we just have to have outlets of them being able to exercise. Um, mm-hmm. There, you know, we have a product that helps balance those brain waves and calms them down, helps them be able to focus. Mm-hmm. And, and it's natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all natural. It's called BCATP. Uh, so it helps to cr- create energy in the brain. It helps calm the brain and reduce inflammation. And mm-hmm. and uh, it's just been a really successful pro- uh, product for kids with ADD. ADHD. Um, I've always, it, so with my oldest, I always was like, I just, I think he was misdiagnosed. The medications never worked. They were more mm-hmm. awful. And so he's opted to just, at 10 years old, he said, I'm never taking it again. And which is fine. He's 15 now. But he um, doesn't, I wish he would perform a little better in school. And the more parent-teacher conferences I go to, they tell me um, he doesn't utilize his time in class the way that he should. Mm-hmm. There's a distraction. And so w- when I talk to him about it, like, hey, like, we did this, this, and this. Like, do we need to revert back? To what? And, I mean, he's so adamant about no, 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 no. But we need to do he something. He might just need to tune up on his neurofeedback, though. Mm, I, I think yeah. it goes back to getting getting the toxins out. Um, mm-hmm. The toxins interfere a lot with that gut okay. health. Uh, gut health is a massive uh, factor on brain health okay. and focus. And and then, and like this product I mentioned earlier, that probably would really help them. Really? So I've cool. worked with a lot of kids that have, have had autism in the past and um, seen really great results with helping them. And it goes back to starting with gut health okay. and what they eat and then their ability to focus on different things that can help do that. And we can talk later about what that is, but... Um, give some ideas. This is bringing in with my dad. Yeah, bring him in with <laughs> right, exactly. I'm so bringing curious. Bringing the whole family in. <laughs> Ashley's dad has chronic illness and has had severe health issues for how long? Forever. Since I was in the fourth grade. Right. Oh, wow. A long time. Yeah. It's been a long time. And he's just lived like that. So, be well, really... and, it's, and it's getting worse. You know, when we originally talked, you know, I said, just, you know, let's do this and just help me keep my dad alive. Because mm-hmm. I really think if he could get some sleep and just minimize those, like the restless leg syndrome and stuff like that, I think it would probably add 10 years to his life. Yes. Getting sleep, I mean, that's, 
That's a huge it's part, huge. part, part mm-hmm. of health because otherwise you, your nervous system it becomes inf- more inflamed. Mm-hmm. Right? Studies show that th- that if you're not getting the rest, that, that there's going to be inflammation and you need to get the rest to, so that you can heal and live a longer life. Yeah. It takes years off your life when you're not sleeping. So I used to snore and I know that because I have a deviated septum and a bone spur and all this garbage and... Um, now that I don't snore, I do feel a lot better because, like, again, if you're not sleeping, if you're snoring, you're not sleeping well. Well, you're not getting any air. Well, yeah, you're, yeah. it interrupts your sleep cycles and that throws off the hormones that are being secreted and resorbed. And, like, mm-hmm. there's all these processes that are supposed to be happening while you're sleeping. And if you go, <laughs> that wakes you up. And then that disrupts <laughs> that sleep cycle. You know what I mean? It's totally true. But I, it was terrible. So I wear this little device in my mouth now that keeps my jaw in the right position so I won't snore. And I wear this really cute thing in my nose that, like, props it open. It looks like uh, traffic cones that you put in your Oh, wow. <laughs> but it props it open so, so that sexy. I don't have to get my head cut on. <laughs> I don't I don't want nose surgery. I really oh. don't. I really don't. So you, I, you know what I've seen? I have some uh, some friends um, that we've done sinus rinses with them. Oh, I do those. And like the, with the Nevi pots or something? No, with a naso. No. Love Navage. The, the Navage. So love I've it. done. I've demonstrated the Navage on on live with the docs that we do. And but then there's also the Sinu Pulse Elite, and it mm. helps to get in there deeper to drain mm. it. I like the Navage because it does pull it out. It's so good. But I've had a lot of people pass parasites. Gross. So, so we <laughs> put. I'll put just different things in it. Uh huh. Right to help get that stuff out, but it's amazing how it all of a sudden it gets the brain health better, how uh, the inflammation in the brain. I'm bringing it. Dr. Harker taught me how to MacGyver it so I don't have to buy the pods. Oh, yes. (laughs) Did Did you know how to MacGyver it? The Ziploc or the tie, the the, the zip tie? All I do, so what I do is just I save the little foil part and stick that in and then just click the button and I do my like a xylitol rinse in there or whatever, Mm. but... Have you ever, you've never tried it. You need to come no. over and try it. It's, so the first time I used Making it. Making a pass a parasite or something? First time I used it. <laughs> not always. A few people do. Oh my not gosh. Everybody. So my coworker is like, watches all these gross pimple popper videos. And oh, she lo- yeah. she'll watch them when she eats Ugh. lunch. She's gross. So I thought she would not mind. So I did it and the, whatever I passed, I, you know, you only see it when you like shake it. It yes. goes around in the water. <laughs> so I videotaped it and I sent it to her. I'm like, I thought you would appreciate this, what I got out of my sinuses. And she's like, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> She's just <laughs> disgusting. I thought it was great. But I was like, cool. And Dr. Harker says to like flip it each time. Like he's like, do it four times if you're not feeling mm-hmm. anyway. So I need to do it more because you do feel I'll get you so some stuff much to, better. I'll get you some stuff to put in there okay. that, that'll help clear more stuff out. But Sweet. Dr. Harker, Wait. he's great. He, he's our he's our family dentist too. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> he's he, he got me to buy it though. He's like, I'm telling you. When I start to feel because he gets sinus infections, they're bad, and he gets okay. really sick. And he said, I asked my ENT, can I over-irrigate my sinuses? And he said, no. So he does it. He's like, if he starts to feel something, he does it four times every day, just like, because it switches. There's like a yeah, twist. So there's a twist. So, it, yeah, it pushes it up one nostril and pulls it, it out the it other. Sucks it out the other. And then you flip it the other way, and then it pushes up the other nostril and sucks it out the other. And I'll do yeah. that rinse. So I'll, I'll go through with different different things, rinse my sinuses, Go fill it up again and rinse it again. Go fill it up, and I'll do like four times mm-hmm. in a row yeah. to really clear some things out. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing how that health affects so many other things in your body. Um, we had a guy that had this severe rash on his head. Mm. As a fireman, he probably exposed a ton of chemicals and different things, 
and it, it, it just none of the medical professionals could figure it out how to clear up his rash on his head and neck and stuff. And we did some sinus stuff up his, you know, on his nose and whatnot, and it completely cleared that whole rash. And I mean, it was bleeding rash on his head, all from clearing out his sinuses. Well, you would imagine they would inhale so much crap when they're <sighs> around a fire, wood particles and ash Ugh. and... And he was in mid sixties. I mean, he'd been a fireman been for, for a long time, a lot of years. So he was ret- retired. So cool. It's really good to be your own advocate with health stuff because you're not going to get what you need from all traditional Western medicine. So, no, no they they serve a really good purpose, especially sure. emergency care and stuff. Yeah, of course. But, but uh, as far as the day to day things and in chronic issues, this mm-hmm. is where we need to look at alternative things and start looking at real the physiology, how the body really works. Right. And there's so many amazing natural products that God gave us to be able to help us mm-hmm. heal our bodies. Yeah. And I'm, and it, and not to uh, dig at doctors at all because they they'd be in school for 100 years if they had to learn everything that, that oh, is geez. available, you know. So they they learn what they need to know to save lives, but they're not getting a ton of information. It, it's really just limited in their education. So mm-hmm. it's not that they're they you know they just don't know cuz they haven't. But it's neat that you have all these docs coming to watch and willing to learn and excited to expand how they're treating patients. It's pretty cool. And it's it's uh, one of the things we have is we have special you know guys that specialize in different categories that will present. So this next this next one we have coming up in May down here at the Boise Center on the Grove. Mm-hmm. One guy is going to be in, in medical doctor is going to be presenting on concussions and TBIs and stuff and how to what to do because like there really isn't a solution once you've been diagnosed with one. Okay. So he'll help give solutions to all these practitioners. They're like, hey, this is how you diagnose these are the tests to do, and this is how you then treat it. And he's He's done this for 40 years. Are these like the brain blockages a result of concussion? Is that what the T, what did you call it? TBI. Which is? It, it's just tra- traumatic brain, brain injury. injury. Oh, okay, of course. Yeah. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah, that's where he, his specialty was. He's from Seattle. And I have another cardiologist speaking on different subjects. And I have another internal medicine doctor speaking on environmental toxins and their role it plays in, in health and and. So we have a variety of practitioners, medical doctors, osteopathic doctors, chiropractors, naturopaths um, that will speak on their area of expertise in Lyme disease uh, to experts in chronic infection, parasites, and stuff. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So cool. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) We need to tell Brenna to go listen to something. We have a a doctor, a nurse practitioner that we see, and she'd probably love, she's like, I'm such a nerd, so she would probably love all that yes. stuff. Yeah, we would too. We would are we too. invited? Well, Do we we'll, have to be doctors? Well, it's, it's pretty much <laughs> mostly doctors that are all there, right? Well, but, but we maybe, serve, maybe we can, we can uh, serve cookies. Make an exception. <laughs> Organic sourdough cookies. <laughs> we'll get you in I'm with kidding. one of the vendors and you can watch. Okay, yeah. all right. Totally. I'll yeah. bring my poop toilet. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, you probably learned about the toilet. Yeah, we to- I told you a little bit about it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It is. Yes, it's it's uh, it's amazing how much. And we, we did that campaign, Micro Formulas. We sponsored. Mm-hmm. We had 22 billboards, uh, Yay, I Poop Today campaign. Yeah, yeah. Right, and we were the Boise Hawks. Uh, not this last summer, the summer before, the main sponsor, and then sponsored Boise State. And um, so it, it just... Your, your bowels are so important. Your, your digestive system is so important in your overall health. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we have to look at what's causing the problems, and that's what we focus on is the causative factor. And in most health, you know, you look at it's not because you're sick because you lack a drug. Mm-hmm. You're not sick because you lack a, a nutrient, although sometimes you are, right, sure. for sure. 
But for the most cases, you're usually sick or a nutrient deficiency is caused by a toxin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a, it's a toxin and then there also could be a, an infection. So in toxins, you know, there's a variety of types. There's toxins from mold. There's toxins from uh, just like all the uh, environmental chemicals are spraying and utilizing herbicides, pesticides, insecticides, um, fungicides. There, there's a lot of um, environmental chemicals, plastics, and all the forever chemicals that 86,000 plus chemicals that are registered with the EPA, 42,000 active chemicals, and some of the 86,000 are forever chemicals that never down, degrade, and then um, and they're introducing new chemicals every year. Right. So you know it's our air, water, food has a ton of that. So that's where we need to focus on a healthier lifestyle and trying to avoid these things. Wow. Very cool. Do you ever have people come to you that are just totally healthy that just want to know what the next stage is? Like, Yeah. There's athletes. You know, I had, they want to maximize performance so they can detox and maximize even more performance and cleanse their gut. And you'd be amazed at how many of these super athletes have gut health, gut issues. So there's a practitioner I've worked with that uses a lot of our products, and um, she's up in Toronto, and, and she works with all these different athletes that take our products. And she, in their off-season, she is working on their gut. And it's amazing how much of that gut health actually transforms into uh, per athletic performance, elongating their seasons, being able to repair quicker um, and skate longer um, and just repair faster. Right. And, and that's what, that's what uh, if you don't have those chemicals in you, then you're able to do that. And then you give them products that actually enhance, you know, the electrons in your body, the protons, hydrogen and oxygen and carbon, which is what the most of your body is, you know, composed of. Okay. Very cool. So if people want to get a hold of, like, your products and order them, how do they do it? So um, the... Probably the best way is just through Total Body Wellness Clinic because Cellcore is a doctor's brand. So you either have to go to your local practitioner and, and ask them mm-hmm. to buy it from them if they already have it in their clinic. Uh, uh, or um, they can sign up and get an account and order it. Or you can go to Total Body Wellness and order those products too. There's a shop. like it. You click mm-hmm. on where it says shop because I was scrolling. But I really feel like you would want some guidance because it was a vast list. Yeah. I mean, it went uh, – I was reading through a ton of it last night. And so, I mean, having uh, – the fact that you can do a Zoom with you, that you don't have to necessarily – you know what I mean? You can talk about what your symptoms are and kind of try these things. And do you do any – blood test stuff with folks that are that you're oh, zooming yes. with so do you just send them somewhere and have them send you samples yeah so we, we do in the clinic the the clients we work with there that sign up work with us they they we would do comprehensive lab work and we do a lot of urine tests that check for mycotoxins that check for environmental toxins that check for heavy metals things that are disruptive thing uh, disruptive chemicals that can cause problems in the body mm-hmm. we want to know what those are and then I also have other specialty labs that I work on if I, for more chronic infection stuff that we can we can do. Um, and then I, and then I train a lot of doctors that, that do that stuff as okay. well. There's other doctors uh, here locally that use use our products mm-hmm. in Boise and that run all these tests as well. Um, and um, y- y- you can also go to cellcore.com and just look at what's available to the public and learn from there. Microformulas has a lot of great stuff. Um, and uh, there's a thing called Microbe Live. You can listen and ask. We have a different practitioner on every week that answers questions in their area of expertise to come learn. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of information out there. You can follow guys like Darren Schmidt, 
who's in Michigan. He gives a ton of information out there on all kinds of different subjects. It's funny and yeah, enter- entertaining, um, but you know, provides a lot of information that you can see about, about CELCOR too. And um, there's a lot of practitioners that do that. Okay. So we need to get, so we'll get a list together and get that on our Instagram so that you can look for these things and maybe find some of these things for yourself. And I know I Dr. Rand- awesome. Dr. Randy, I think is going to probably start doing like some group, group type coaching sessions where people can all come in on a group thing and it saves them money than doing one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. Because the typical one-on-one coaching we do at Total Body Wellness is are really people that's been sick for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's, usually it's a 12-month program uh, that we're working with, and some of them we work for two or three years to get them back to where they need to be. Wow. So these are really people that have seen 20 doctors, 50 doctors, 100 doctors, and can't figure out their health. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the group coaching type thing might be better. We have a health coach that works for us. She's been a nutritionist, dietitian for 20, 30 years, phenomenal, um, lots of good energy. She, she's from Connecticut and, uh, you know, it's all, you know, via Zoom. Um, she's just a great, great resource that we we utilize here. Awesome. Um, and then, and there's some other really good practitioners in the Valley as well that use CellCore Very that cool. people can go to. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So we'll put this stuff on our Facebook and Instagram so that you guys can get the help that you might need. Yeah. Learned a lot. I'm excited. I know. It's exciting. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out. Yeah. And sharing your wisdom. It's absolutely you've done a lot of Told research. You, it's got so an cool. Mind. I love it. <laughs> I'm such a nerd about that stuff. So yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, when you have your own journey you go through, I went ten years trying to get my health back. Yeah. So going through now in my mid fifties, I you know, I feel probably back to my thirties with my energy levels, being able to work out again and do the stuff that I hadn't been able to do for quite a long time. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. We would all love to get there. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Happy Friday, everybody. 